Welcome to The Sipping Point, where each week we explore the recipe for a delicious life. I'm your host, Lori Forrester, the wine coach, and I've made it my mission in life to demystify wine one or two glasses at a time. (laughs) So expect a fresh and fun approach to the world of wine, spirits, food, and so much more. So much. Chris? Yes, ma'am. We are tasting some wines from Priest Ranch this week. And after the break, we're going to actually get Craig Becker, who's the winemaker and co-owner of the winery on the horn. Very nice. But these are from, you guessed it, California, but even better, Napa Valley. Ah, the place in California. Sort of the holy grail of winemaking in California. Um, What people don't understand, though, is that Napa Valley is only responsible for about, I think it's 3%. It's of the a, overall American winemaking? Of wine all the California wines. Oh, of all the California. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I would not have so guessed that. So we all associate Napa with right. all California wine, but it really is a small percentage. It's a very elite, huh. small percentage of wine. I guess there's only so many uh, acres of land there that you can yes. uh, plant in. Yeah, and the, the land is not so cheap. Oh, I'd imagine not. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one I want you to try is the Priest Ranch. All it's right. the Grenache Blanc Grenache from 2013. Blanc. And uh, Grenache Blanc, being a white varietal, um, seen much more in France, of course. Um, but you, you maybe have had a red Grenache before, but this is a white um, version of Grenache. Delicious. It really is. It's got a lot of um, melon and a little yeah. bit of a floral essence to it. Crisp it's still a little acidity. bit crisp, yeah, which I like. I do like yeah. my crispness in my uh, in my. And this whites. has, you know, really no noticeable oak. It's mostly stainless steel, yeah. a little bit of neutral, ten percent neutral oak. But you're just getting that fresh fruit forward. Yeah. Really, I would think it'd be great with uh, some seafood or white meat, like chicken. Or, yeah, a white fish, uh, mm. especially with a nice buttery sauce. Yeah, something fatty to cut the uh, the crispness of the acid in the wine. Um, We're going to talk to Craig in a minute, but I was reading in his bio, he took a trip to France and fell in love with the wines of the Rhone Valley, Grenache Blanc being one of the grapes they grow in that region. So, Yeah, I could see myself drinking a whole bottle of this with the quickness. $22 a bottle. Okay. So pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, Only 1,151 cases are made. Wow. Um, The website, if people want to check it out, priestranchwines.com. Okay. Uh, and beautiful presentation. Yeah, the Not bottle's that that really nice. Matter, but it does. No, it, it's nice and clean. It gets yeah. the logo out there. Bold face. It's really nice. And I, one of the, you know, people I'm sure have been making all kinds of New Year's resolutions over the last couple of weeks, right? <laughs> and many of which they are never going to keep. But no. here is one you I'm can I'm already breaking keep. one of mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not drinking, right? Here's one you can keep. Drinking... Different. Trying something new. Yeah. Like if you're always drinking Sauvignon Blanc, try Grenache Blanc. Yeah. If you're always drinking Chardonnay, try a Viognier. So here's a, a, a really nice wine where that can achieve a resolution that's keepable. I, I, I don't know if that's a attainable word. Attainable goals. Attainable. Attainable, attainable goals. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right. So that is the uh, beautiful, fun white that I have mm, here. Mm-hmm. And next to that, when you say Napa Valley, in your mind... Goes to Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes, it is totally. the grape that we all associate, if not Chardonnay being the, the second in line. Um, this is their 2012 Priest Ranch Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more with Craig about his winemaking philosophy. But go ahead and give it a swirl and a smell. This retails for about 45 So oh, That smells delicious. As far as Napa Valley cabs go, it's definitely not... 
uh, you know, uber affordable, but it's kind of in that mid range. Right. Yeah. Because they get up there in price. Oh, yeah. And then later when Craig gets on, we're going to taste, taste his Bordeaux blend, which is a $75. Oh, my. Yeah. You're, you're spoiling me today. I know. Well, new year, <laughs> new wines. But you definitely get the spicy, dark fruit mixture yeah. on the nose that is just beautiful. I, I, I almost just want to smell it and not drink it. But then I look at it and I think, I want to drink this. Mm. So then I'm going to drink it. You know, in Italy, um, when I toured there, they say meditation wines. Because okay. they are wines that they're so well made Ooh. that you just want to keep going back and smelling and smelling. And you're yeah. not even... Taking a sip yet? You're just really taking it's it kind in. Of hypnotizing in the best way possible. Exactly, exactly. You've got that sort of blackberry, black currant, the mm-hmm. spice, firm tannin. Mm-hmm. That you know, the I don't dr- know if your tongue is as dry as mine is yeah. right now, but this would be something you could age for a while. Okay. But if you had um, some red meat, oh, it's yeah. gonna smooth that tannin right out. I'll take some filet mignon, a little bit of goat cheese on top. Yeah, that would be delicious with this. Yeah, really good. Only 2,513 cases are made of this. The Summerston Estate property, where the grapes come from for the Priest Ranch wines. Um, Let me just tell you, the other people that get their grapes from there are amongst the following. I wrote it down because I knew people that are into wine would love to know this. Oh, Camus. Okay. Oren Swift, Vieter, and Heidi Barrett. All of them very prestigious. Yeah, I've heard of a couple of those, actually. expensive and probably twice the price of the Priest Ranch. So Priest Ranch. Yes, Priest Ranch. All right. Well, um, right before we go to break, New Year, new chances to wine. Yes. And I really want to connect with all of our listeners. So I want people to connect with me on Instagram, on Twitter, just connect. Do at the wine coach. Very you can simple. Connect with me. Give me your wine questions. Yeah. Send me pictures of what you're drinking. Facebook, you just go to facebook.com slash wine coach. You can connect with me easy. in any way. And, and you respond. Yeah, and of course. Yeah. And you can always download my free app for iPhone and Android if you go you to go. the winecoach.com slash app. You'll learn some really all, good things. Yeah. And all these great wines that we feature, you can have them right. In the palm of your hand, super easy. Your smartphone. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Craig Becker of Priest Ranch Wines. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach, with the sipping point, and we're back having tasted a couple of the excellent wines from Priest Ranch. We now have on the line Craig Becker, part owner, general manager, and winemaker of Priest Ranch. You can check them out at priestranchwines.com. Craig is a Southern California native who loves the outdoors and that love brought him to the world of wine, and he was trained um, at the UC Davis School, which is kind of like the Harvard of uh, wine, <laughs> um, and that's uh, where he met his wife of of now. And neither windstorm nor telephone difficulties is going to keep us away from this interview, Craig. Great, I appreciate it, Lori. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a a very prestigious background um, that uh, is two pages long in the world of wine. But why don't I, I let you, rather than me, say it? Tell us, how did you get into winemaking? Because most of us didn't grow up as children saying, well, someday I'm going to be a winemaker. How did this all come together for you? Oh, that's cool. It's a funny story. Um, I was a plant physiology major at a UC Davis, and my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, um, turned down a job for Robert Mondavi. 
Ooh. And I went into Robert Mondavi and uh, filled out the application, took their test, got 100%. And wow. The, the job actually was for sampling tanks, not a very <laughs> high-level job. And they said, sorry, I think you're going to go in the lab. So I spent 18 months in the lab at Robert Mondavi and stayed an extra year at UC Davis completing the wine program because I took my plant history, which I love farming, and turned it into both a farming and a wine opportunity. Wow. Well, thank goodness uh, she turned down the job and you got it, but you guys are still together, which is the important thing. <laughs> yeah, 15 years now. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. So you guys are, uh, you're located in St. Helena, correct? St. Helena. Um, yeah, beautiful no, place. It's beautiful. It's um, This time of year, it's great. It's green. We've got rain. All the reservoirs are full. It's been a really stressful two years with no rain. And no reservoirs. I mean, we had everything was empty. Um, right. So we had. It's great. So we're starting off the new year with full reservoirs, looking to a bright future. I love it. So the uh, property where your wines are coming from, we just tasted the Grenache Blanc yeah. and the Cabernet Sauvignon, both delicious. But the Summerston Estate, where the grapes come from, um, not that we like to name drop around here because we're all about getting real and having fun here on the Sipping Point, but. You have some other pretty shishi producers that are getting their grapes from the same property. Is that right? That's right. I, I found the Priest Ranch in 2005 and started introducing my friends to this property, uh, which is now part of the Somerset Estate, uh, in 2008. Mm. So a lot of the people you're referring to, Orrin Swift and Hall and Buccella and Camus Steve Reynolds. And- I mean, there's some great people that buy fruit from us. Right. They're relationships I've had for a long time. That's nice. That's really great. So um, so the two wines we tasted um, were are sort of the Priest Ranch. But the third that I also have here um, is your Coach Gun. So we, I want to talk about that in a second. But tell me a little bit about, you know, your love of the outdoors, of farming, of plants. How does that play into your philosophy when you're making the wine? And, and what is that philosophy? Pretty simple. It's 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 a little cliche now, but it's it all starts with the site and the vineyards. And um, being an ex park ranger assistant, which means you clean a lot of toilets and ride mountain bikes around <laughs> trails, I love the outdoors. But also being able to turn that into a farming career, focusing on the vineyards, the site, and um, this property that we're talking about is sixteen hundred and fifteen acres. Wow! And uh, with only two hundred and fifteen acres planted. 13%. So we're able to really pick and choose the sites that we farm and try to express something unique for each variety we grow. I think the Grenache Blanc is fun because it's a challenge. It's a heavy crop grape, um, and the heavier the crop, the longer it takes to ripen, you lose acidity. So we really manipulate the crop, cut it off basically, to mm. try to get that Christmas you're tasting in that 2015 oh, yeah. Grenache Blanc. It's really delicious, and it's... Um I, I guess I've seen a few out in California, but it's definitely a more unique. Um, your love of Grenache and the Rhone varietals, I was reading, was sparked by a trip a trip to France. Yeah, it's Cote de Verres. We're actually going again in March. Nice. And it's uh, basically 900 wineries in a week. You oh. start out in uh, Lyon and you end up in Avignon. Oh, man. And Sign me up. So <laughs> you should go. It's it's one of those things where it's trade only, so you okay. need to be a professional. And um, they probably wouldn't like me telling this on the radio or the <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> but what's amazing is you go to all these gymnasiums or whatever the local areas in Condry and Cornas, and all the producers are there tasting with great food, and you hit about four of them a day for wow. five days. I'll get the info at the break. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right. So Grenache Blanc was was one. Um, You know, you're really trying to express the place or that fancy French word of terroir. Um, So how do you really, as with that plant focus and the farming background, how does that play into your winemaking? Are you minimal manipulation as far as once the grapes are in the winery? We are. We, 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 our goal is to be native fermentation. We do sort, but it's by machine, so we don't have to use hands. It's um, cold soak. Uh, if we can, we go native fermentation. Depends on the season. Last few years have been fairly cold, not 13 and 12, but the three years before that, so we had to add yeast. Mm-hmm. And then it's good oak and aging. And so you know, really little done in the winery and all of it done in the vineyard. The picking decision is the key. Like when do you feel that that wine, that grape, the tannins are, are ripe enough, the sugar is mature enough, and the acids are where you want them, that you pick that grape and then bring it into the winery. Well, we're going to take a quick break on The Sipping Point, and we're going to be back with Craig Becker, General Manager and Winemaker at Priest Ranch Wines in Napa Valley. We'll be right back. This is Lori Forster, the wine coach. We're back with The Sipping Point and Craig Becker from Priest Ranch Wines. Are you a working ranch? Uh, we are. We have. Nice. More than just wine. We have a lot of sheep. The sheep mow the, mow the grass to keep the fire pressure down. Um, and I'd say that's pretty much what we do is sheep and wine, but predominantly wine. Perfect. Well, we tasted in the, uh, in the beginning of the show your 2012 Cabernet Sauvignon. Would that be good with some lamb? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love Absolutely. it. So tell me, I mean, Napa Valley and Cabernet Sauvignon, I mean, they might as well be the same two things, right? People so put those two together. What What's your thoughts on uh, the Summerston Estate grapes and how they express themselves in the Cabernet? Yeah, so I think what, what consumers need to understand is that when you have a grape like Cabernet, which is considered a thick-skinned grape, it requires a lot of heat to actually get that grape to maturity or ripeness, which is really sugar, tannin, and acid. Mm-hmm. And what Napa's really known for is um, really warm days and fairly cool nights. Uh, I built a house here in St. Helena in California, and we don't have air conditioning. Wow. Um, because every night, the house, we have high windows that vent. And that's what Cabernet needs. It needs warm weather during the day, and then it needs uh, cool weather at night. So we typically get a diurnal fluctuation at the estate of about 50 degrees. So it can be 100 during the day and 50 degrees at night. Wow. So that lets the vines relax. And with our very, you know, varied topography with different uh, vineyard sites, we're really able to express different sort of personalities of Cabernet. And that's what you get in the Priest Ranch Cab. You get a variety, a diversity of this property mm-hmm. and different aspects, different slopes. But at the same time, you're getting kind of a core of what the estate produces, which is wines that have good acidity they're ripe, and they age very well. Absolutely. I mean, this tastes delicious right now, but I could totally see laying this down, aging this, you know, for years to come. Yeah, that's uh, the goal. And I see, you know, you're aging an oak for just about two years, but only 35% new. That's right. That's a, unfortunately, that's a financial decision to try to keep that price point where it is so consumers can have access to that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we make other wines with a lot more oak, and the price point's a lot higher. Right. Um, you know, unfortunately, uh, for the consumer that, you know, if you want a lot more oak, you got to pay a lot more. And what we're trying to do and produce with Priest Ranch is a wine that gr- we're growing the brand, we're growing the Cabernet, mm-hmm. and um, we're actually a real business in the wine business, so we want to actually make some money. So we've got to <laughs> produce a good pro- quality product, but also actually return a margin on each bottle. Uh, well, I'm with you. I'm doing the same thing uh, at the Wine Coach in, in my business, and I've re- contributed to an article that was uh, 10 Things the Winemaker Won't Tell You at Market Watch. And, you know, that was one thing we talked about was that, you know, people think wineries are making money hand over fist, but the margins are so small after everybody takes their piece. <laughs> that's, that's right. Right? That's right. So, uh, well, good good for you. So the price point on average on the Cabernet Sauvignon is, what would you say? Uh, 40 to 45, right around. And it depends on people's margins. Okay. Okay, gotcha. And um, for your, you know, your consumers listening to this podcast, the average oak barrel adds $43 a case to the cost of wine. Interesting. So the more you add, the more it costs. Right. It's a lot. Wow. It is a lot, especially the ones that come from France, right? Yeah. But that's all we use, unfortunately. But it's great wood, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. They have to use our root stock, but we have to use their darn barrels. So we just can't get out of this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, now the big guns, and and no pun intended here in the line, is what you call your coach gun. And uh, it's kind of a Bordeaux blend, if you will. Um, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Petit Verdot. This thing is mind-blowing. It's delicious. Tell me about this wine. Well, this is the first Fourier into a real multiple variety blend, which I consider a classic left bank blend. Um, uh, the one you're tasting is Cabernet, predominantly with a little Merlot, Petit Verdot. Future vintages will have all five Bordeaux varieties, which include Cab Franc, Cabernet, Merlot, Petit Verdot, Malbec. It's, it's really to showcase that, you know, this is a real Bordeaux property, and it does amazing job in various vintages. In fact, that particular wine has been consistently rated really high by robert parker mm-hmm. um, who's been on this he's been on the sipping point actually yeah yeah <laughs> i get i get to taste with him once a year it's fun uh um, he's a nice guy he loves blends and stuff that's more interesting than say single uh variety cabernet so uh coach gun's really there to showcase that this property can do Petit Verdot well, can do Cabernet Sauvignon really well, mm-hmm. Cabernet Franc, Merlot. We make a really interesting Merlot, uh, Cabernet Franc under Summerston called Stornoway Block 3 or Block 4 Merlot. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's our sort of our high-end priest ranch. And the Coach Gun name goes back to 1869 when the property was acquired by James Joshua Priest, and that was the first shotgun that were in stagecoaches. Ah. Coach Gun. So... I anyway, coming up with a fun, fanciful name. Oh, I really like it a lot. It's and it's a delicious. If you're looking to sort of invest in something to you know put away, get a case, drink a little over the years. This is, I think, uh, a great place to look. Only 347 cases, so small production, um, and I have it retailing around seventy five dollars per bottle. Correct. That's right. That's the suggested retail. Perfect, perfect. So I understand you have some daughters. How many? Three girls. 
Three girls. Wow. They're, they're at a farm camp today called Conley Ranch. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, one quick question before we go, um, and we'll make sure we give everybody your contact out again. Are, are you putting anything away for your daughters when they turn 21? Are you investing in any special bottles that you're uh, selling for them? Absolutely. A three liter of each, each of their birthdays. Uh, of your own wine? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. That's a great three liter because that's going to age even more slowly. I like it. That's You're right. a smart man, Craig Becker. Um, <laughs> if folks want to come out and visit you or get in touch with you, uh, where should they go? PriestRanchWines.com. Visit us in Yountville. We have a tasting room, Priest Ranch there, right love across it. from Bellagio. But we're available. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You've been a lot of fun, and uh, uh, your wines are delicious. So have, have a very happy new year. You too, Laurie. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. You're listening to The Sipping Point. This is Lori Forrester, the wine coach. We have been spoiled today, Chris. These wines have been some of my favorite of the year. Oh, <laughs> well, well. There's a long year to come, so, you know. I meant for the past year. They've Buckle been up really, your wine really glass. good. They've been yeah. really, really tasty. I know, I know. We're always trying to, you know, find the new and up-and-coming Last week, Moldova. Yeah. This week, Priest Ranch. You never know where we're going to go. That's why you got to tune in every Saturday at noon. Absolutely. This Grenache Blanc that we tried, is, it's going to be on my list of wines to buy for my home now. I was I was saying in the middle of a break that, you know, uh, during my course of doing the show here, uh, I've learned about all these different kinds of varieties of, of wine. So for Christmas, I bought a nice bottle of Gruner Veltliner Woo! for uh, Christmas dinner on Groovy. your- on your um, suggestion, and it was delicious. I know. So you can learn, you can branch learn out, a lot people. from this branch show. Branch out. Yeah. All right. Speaking of branching out, if you want to get out and wine and dine around town, tons of events, go to thewinecoach.com, click on the event calendar. I'm going to be in Eden, Maryland on January 17th at Bordelow Vineyards doing some wine and comedy. Then on the 6th of February at the Robert Morris Inn in Oxford. Nice. And there, you know, an inn. So you can go to my event and then just roll yourself into your room there. Super easy. And have fun. We're going to have it. It's an amazing um culinary dinner from chef and then i'm going to do a little bit of uh, laughter and some great french wines and the 13th i'm going to be in new york city at city winery if you want a little getaway for some wine comedy and then uh, wine expo is coming at the end of february at the harford uh, county community college that's on my birthday on the 22nd i think you need two tickets i think i may have to 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 show up to that (laughs) and you all you also do uh corporate events and stuff like that too i do yeah Yeah, that's the lion's share of what i do team building uh client appreciation conventions lots it's a great way to connect people it really (laughs) is or to thank your customers wine world is the sponsor of that wine expo uh and they're of course a great great sponsor of the show speaking of sponsor the oregon grill yes Place to go. Now that the new year has come, you have all this gift cards and money. You're all loaded up. Go out and spend some money. Have a nice (laughs) dinner. Or maybe you need to start, must I say, start thinking about Valentine's reservations. Call up now. Okay. Last week, I saw Valentine's stuff at the grocery store. Yeah, that happens quickly. ridiculous. But what's not ridiculous is the great food at the Oregon Grill. They have everything from their seafood fra diablo, their prime-age steaks. Brunch is delicious. Call them at 410-771-0505, and they will 
hook you up, especially if you tell them the wine coach sent you. Next week, we'll be back to explore the recipe for a delicious life. As always, want to thank our sponsors, Wine World, Hair of the Dog Wine and Spirits, The Oregon Grill, and Sheehy Lexus of Annapolis.